Hello and welcome to Young Catholic Speaks. My name is Bennett, and today I'm going to be talking about prayer. In this episode, I'm going to be answering the six basic question words in English, what, who, when, where, why, and how, all in regards to prayer. Some of the questions have some pretty deep answers, so I'm very excited about this. Let's get started. Firstly, what is prayer anyway? St. Martin de Porres said that everything could be a prayer if it were offered to God. That's a pretty vague answer, so I also went to some dictionaries, and the definition in the dictionary said that prayer is petition or worship of a deity. However, God wants our prayer to be much more than just petition or worship. God wants instead for our prayer to be a conversation with him, or a dialogue rather than a monologue. God wants for us to talk to him and tell him whatever it is that we want to tell him, but he also wants us to listen to what he has to say. The truth of the matter is, prayer does not change God or his plan or his will. Instead, it changes us and it opens us up to him. Last month, while I was talking about the rosary, I said that the rosary brings us closer to God by putting us in a prayerful state. It is necessary for us to be in that prayerful state in order to let God teach us so we can hear what he has to say. There's a story in the first book of Kings where Elijah, the prophet, is led by the Holy Spirit onto Mount Horeb, and God tells him to wait there because he's going to instruct him. And so Elijah waits there, and while he's there, a huge tornado comes up, but the voice of God was not in the tornado, and after that, There was an earthquake, and the voice of God was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, there was a fire, but the voice of God was not in the fire. And after the fire, there was what the Bible calls a silent sound. And in that silent sound was God's voice. Similarly, we have to ignore the tornadoes and earthquakes and fires in our life, all of the worldly distractions, so that we can hear the silent sound of God's voice when we pray. So now, who do we pray to? Naturally, God. But another sense of the term prayer that I found in the dictionary was that it could be a request from person to person. So we can also pray to the saints. We never worship the saints. We only worship God. But We do ask the saints for prayers. We can ask them for their guidance and their example because the saints were like us in that they were sinful humans. Mary and Jesus were the only two human beings that never sinned. The rest of the saints did sin, and so they know how to recover from that. They've shared these experiences of sinfulness. So the saints are there to remind us and to show us that it is possible for human beings to live a holy life. They're there to be reminders of the holy life, and they're also there to help us live holy lives for God. When and where should we pray? Scripture tells us to pray without ceasing, and so that means always and everywhere. We have to pray constantly, but it's not just the same kind of prayer all day long. When we notice that something good is happening, we should give God thanks. When we notice that we sin, we should express contrition and ask for forgiveness. Whenever we are about to start something, we should ask God for help. Or when we're having trouble with something, ask Him for help. Or ask the angels and saints for help. We can also 
offer our day up to God for his glory. There are lots of ways for us to make our day a prayer, because indeed, everything can be a prayer. We just have to offer it up to God. Why should we pray in the first place? The first beatitude is, Blessed are the poor in spirit. Now, that's not very clear, so whenever I talk about the first beatitude, which is probably my favorite, I'd like to use the Protestant translation, or at least the Protestant translation that I have, that says, Blessed are they who know their need of God. We need God. That's apparent. We know that we need God. And prayer helps us to not only realize, but recognize and say, Yes, God, I need you. That's, that's fulfilling that beatitude. Telling God, Yes, I need you. Humbling ourselves before him. Prayer is our acknowledgement of our need of God. Prayer also strengthens our relationship with God. God wants to have a very intimate relationship with every one of us. He wants it to be a very close relationship where he is kind of a safe place for us, where we can just go to him whenever. God wants to be our rock, where when everything else fails, we still have the rock, the foundation of our lives. God wants to be there, and so prayer helps us strengthen our relationship with him. It brings us closer to God. In the gospel, Jesus says, I no longer call you slaves, but friends. Jesus wants to be our friend. He wants to be that person that we go to whenever we're upset. We share our joys with him, our sorrows, everything. Jesus wants to be there with us. He no longer calls us slaves, saying, do this. He's rather calling his friends, do this with me. God helps us in all of our endeavors, and prayer helps us to say, God, I need your help. It helps us to say, God, do this with me. So, how do you pray? Unfortunately, I can't give you a real answer. Scripture tells us that we do not know how to pray as we ought, so God sends us his Holy Spirit to help us to pray. But I do have a few thoughts. Tradition gives us a lot of written prayers. There's the Our Father, the Hail Mary, the Glory Be, and there are also collections of prayers, such as the Rosary that I talked about last month, or the Psalter. Participating in the Mass is a prayer. Singing hymns and religious songs is, according to St. Augustine, praying twice. There's also the spontaneous prayer where you make it up as you go. We can tell God what's on our mind and ask him for whatever we need. Something that I have found when I was praying one night, I was having a long day, I was stressed, and there was a lot of things on my mind, so I was just laying there praying and I noticed that I was just telling him everything. I was telling him everything that happened that day, everything that was on my mind. I realized it, and I told God, I know this isn't the best prayer, but I just want to empty my heart to you. And that was not some carefully crafted quote. That was actually what I prayed on the spot. That's what I told God. So, I kept going after that. I kept emptying my heart. I kept giving him everything that night. And afterward, I felt at peace. I knew that God had taken everything that was bearing me down, and he came in. He came into my heart. I took out all those things bearing me down, and I made room for God in my heart. And so sometimes, after I have a long day, I try to do that again. So that's what I recommend. Empty your heart. Tell God everything, and then let him in. So, for the remainder of this Lent, I encourage you to embark with me on a journey of prayer.
I challenge you to ask the Holy Spirit to lead you into the desert of prayer, because it really is a desert. In order to hear God and have a conversation with Him, we have to leave the worldly distractions behind. Together, let's make our prayer more of a dialogue between us and God, and less of a monologue from us at God. And that's the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sticking with me to the end. It means a lot to me. If you want to help Young Catholic Speaks grow, then one of the best ways you can help is by subscribing or following Young Catholic Speaks on whatever mobile app or website you use to listen to it. And if you want, you can check out my website, youngcatholicspeaks.podbean.com. On there, I have all the different places where you can listen to Young Catholic Speaks, as well as a few notes. I might be adding some things here and there along the road, so you can check in there if you want to. Again, thank you so much for listening. My name is Bennett, this is Young Catholic Speaks, and I'll see y'all next month.